0: Welcome to Lady BizWiz, where we help you focus, execute, and get results as you take your business from concept to market. Okay, so let me just quickly reference you know we talked two weeks ago, I think it was about building your support team and about when to ask for help, when to when to raise the flag and say, Hey, I'm, 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 I'm on a block here. And so I think this is a great example of that. You just like hitting a wall with the spreadsheet going, I just, this is not in my, it's not in my A bucket or my B bucket. I'm just hitting a wall. I need help. And it was so strange because it should have sat in my A bucket
1: because I actually built, used to build web spreadsheets for people. It should have so been in my A bucket, but for some weird reason, it was like not connecting with me, but I called Candace who is just, you know, just such a, tremendous amount of just encouragement and strength. You know, I don't know if she even realizes it though. I tell her, but I don't know if she really realizes how much she inspires me, but also how much her help has been, but I called her.
0: So within four days, she sends me back a completed spreadsheet. (laughs) Oh, that must've just looked like it was done Christmas to you.
1: It was done. And she goes, you're ready to go. Just upload it. And I uploaded it. And this was March 1st of 2020 and up it went. And you know, I didn't know that um, that 20 days later, the world would come to kind of a screeching halt. By the way, my husband is like super level. I mean, he is like, I don't think there's a blip on his radar. I mean, he's like, we're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. He is so super grounding to me where I can kind of sit basically kind of at an eight or nine all the time. My husband kind of sits about a two or three. And so I went home. And I just, again, I'm talking a mile a minute. I'm just scared. I'm nervous. I don't know how to offload this energy. I, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. There's not a plan. I don't know how to create a plan. I don't know what to do. And, and, and that's how I was just, and my husband's just sitting there. And he, and he looks at me. He goes, Aim, he says, if anybody can reinvent from nothing, you can. Mm. And he goes, so if it all goes away with whatever we're about to deal with. And he goes, I don't know. He goes, but if it all goes away, you will reinvent again. He goes, just like you did when we lost our last business. Just, he goes, it's what you do. Mm. And he goes, so he goes, I'm sure that's not what you want to hear because I have no plan, but I am confident that that's going to be, it's going to be okay. And I went to bed that night and in my head, I just personally work better with a plan. So my brain, if you talk to me about your business, my brain will start putting pieces together, almost like a puzzle about your business. I, you know, I, I, that's just how my brain kind of works. And I work better with a plan, whether, it, and, and I'm not somebody who's going to write the plan down, but it sits in my head. And as I slept that night, a plan started to develop. And all day on Tuesday the plan started to solidify of what, what we would do. And my business partner called me on Wednesday morning and she's like, I'm nervous. What are we going to do? And I said, well, I now know. And then I outlined the plan to her. And I said, if we can do such and such, we can do this. And we will just, and we just, we were going to take it that one day at a time, but I had a plan to get through each day. And if we could achieve that, then we would make it. And, and that's what we did. I mean, and so Blue Poppy really had to get back burner. Not not that there was anything for it to be to back burner. There was no festivals; those were all canceled for all foreseeable future. And I had this new studio that I had rented, but I'd figure that out another day. I'd already paid the month of March's rent, so we were at least in that far and. And really, the macaron business had to stay. And I mean, Laura and I j- jumped in on that business, and we worked probably harder than we had worked in several years, almost like at the beginning of our business. And and that's what we did. And so every day of the pandemic, I just approached it: today is today, and I can do the best I can do today. And you know, that's the best I can do. And and that's what we did. But weirdly enough in April. And truly, I had forgotten really almost about uploading that spreadsheet and everything at the beginning of March for Blue Poppy, because I'm just so busy of of, of of lockdowns and, you know, viruses and just fear. I mean, fear for many things, health or fear for, you know, economies or fear for my children or, you
0: know, or things like that. It was very scary. I mean, now you're talking, I remember that, that feeling of fear that just overwhelmed me about my kids and about, You know, I mean, there was just so much unknown at the time. There was so much unknown. Where are we all going to get it? My mother's, you know, she's
1: in her 70s and not in great health. So, you know, there was just all these things. And, um, but I really, so I'd really kind of forgotten about that spreadsheet that Candace had fixed for me at the end of February. And I had uploaded the beginning of March. But April 3rd, I got my first order on that platform from a store in Maryland. I remember running to my husband and saying, I got an order on this thing, and I forgot all about it, and it's got this, you know, it's an order. And I think it was like $250, and it was like an order. And I was like, oh, this is it. I mean, this is gonna be great. I mean, look at this. And he's like, great, honey, great. And, I, and so we had, we had an order to complete, so I called my assistant back in. I'm like, we've got this order. I need you to get it done. And, of course, it didn't take long, and she got it done, and we got it shipped out. And, and then a week later, we got another order. And I remember sitting in June, um, we have gotten a few orders by this time, and, and of course, there's nothing else. I'm still trying to get the macarons going. My staff's come back, so we've been able – Georgia opened up probably earlier than a lot of states in the country, so we were pretty fortunate from a business standpoint. I don't know, it's kind of controversial, but kind of fortunate, in my opinion, from a business standpoint that we were allowed to kind of resume our activities in our state probably faster than some other states. But no, so, the, so Blue Poppy starts getting, you know – trickle in a wholesale order or two. And I remember talking to my assistant in like late June, early July. And I'm like, wow, if we could just have 50 stores by the end of the year that picked up blue poppy, how tremendous will that be? Um, We're going to make it. I mean, that would be so great if we just got 50 stores. Well, we had 50 stores by
0: August, Wow. And then you also had mentioned that you weren't sure about how you were going to make the rent for the space, for the studio that you had. That was another kind of piece of the puzzle too.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, when you have no revenue coming in, rent becomes challenging, but you know, I do believe in, in, in this divine interference or divine providence or divine something. Cause I just, the coincidence in my existence or in my life were Far beyond what I would say would be just merely coincidence, but yeah, my new studio that I—it's expensive and all this stuff. I mean, my landlord um, was a, is a lovely lady here in town, and she, her, and I became friends through the whole thing. And she, you know, she was able to kind of maneuver some things through her bank and get her you know mortgage reduced and she was lovely enough to pass that on to me and I do remember like in May I mean we were just like I had to make the May payment and that was kind of like I had made the March's payment prior I had enough revenue to kind of make April's payment but like May was going to be like the first month that it was really gonna be tough and there was a um, farmer's market that opened up here in town and that was Able to, you know, be open under what in Georgia we had was the essential businesses. So food establishments were able to be opened. Now, Blue Poppy does not sell food, but because they were able to be open, I called and asked if I could have a tent there. It happened to be the Saturday before Mother's Day. So it was that Saturday before Mother's Day. Nothing had really been open, so this was really kind of the first thing. So people came out. I mean, with the masks, and we had the social distancing, and we were outside. But people came out, and I made my rent that day. Everything I needed to pay that rent payment on Monday was made that Saturday. Wow. Um, And so, again, it just gave me another month. I mean, I didn't make enough for rent for the rest of the year. I made enough to make me through that day. And sometimes in business, it's just enough to get through the month. I mean, I, I like the idea of getting through three, six, 12 months. But a lot of times, it's just what do I need to get through? What do I need to achieve today? What do I need to achieve this week? What do I need to achieve this month? that gets me enough to go to the next month. So the rent was paid in May. I'm like, well, okay, this is great. And now I want to figure out a way to make rent in June. And there were some festivals that were opening up in South Carolina across the river. And I made a phone call. I'm like, can I be a booth? And I'm like, sure, we're doing it twice a month. I'm like, great, sign me up. And I would drive over across the bridge um, twice a month and made June's rent and made July's rent. And in, in all this time, the wholesale from this website was picking, up. was picking up. And so it was coming from these different avenues. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking for every opportunity I can. I'm not sitting back here going, come and help. You know, I'm looking for things that I can be a part of. So it's not a passive process. It's an active process. I mean, I'm sitting making phone calls, sending emails, looking for opportunities. My whole existence is looking for opportunities. And as I looked for opportunities, opportunities became available. And that allowed me to make the goals that could pay the rent and pay my assistant and keep blanks coming in. And so they, you know, it worked together. None of it works in a vacuum. It all works together.
0: And I think also, I think your story speaks to the power of, you know, action. You know, when you're, when fear has a tendency to paralyze us, but I feel like the best way to work through fear is to act. Is to sort of, is to do something, put, put one foot in front of the other sometimes is the best kind of antidote to that paralyzing fear.
1: It's the only way I know. Yeah. Um, And and again, that's why my mantra really is keep moving forward. I mean, it really is um, this process of just, you know, I've watched so many people struggle with this and I call it paralysis by analysis. They want so badly to figure out what is wrong but they stop everything in their attempt to figure it out. And they're not looking for other angles. They're not seeking counsel or friends or a team to help shed light on it. They're so paralyzed in basically they don't know where to go. So they're just sitting still. And and I will just tell you, I've never found success in sitting in sitting still. Success in business, but I think it's success in anything – is a is a verb I mean it's something that requires action I mean even you know even the most spiritual people I know who you know believe they, they trust on the Lord to to answer prayers I still would believe even with that that the Lord answered prayers through us working through our gifts I mean it's just kind of my take on it I I just at least have never felt like I had a big moment where I'm sitting in the chair and the whole thing kind of lands in my lap Um, but I can could go through we could spend two podcasts talking about opportunities that presented themselves to me because I was actively looking for opportunities and how I was able to leverage those opportunities into I mean in some cases multi-million dollar success so I'm not a passive person and that is just how I am wired up. So I know there are people that are much more passive. My husband is much more passive. Um, I'm just not passive.
0: But I love that he reminded you in that really fearful moment of who you were. I love that, that, you know, you were sort of spinning out in your mind and your heart. And he was like, wait, I know you. And I know that if I know anything about you, that you're going to figure out a way through this. And I feel like in that moment, he reminded you, oh, Oh, I, I am a person of action. I, I am that engine. I absolutely. am that person that has, and it, and, and it, and it helps you to kind of get back. It sort of like set you straight and help you get back to, I can't just sit here and be afraid. I, I have to figure out a plan and I've got to take action.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I probably had he not been the person to start that first, I would have probably started making phone calls the next day seeking. And I would have probably had four other people who would have given me that same because
0: message. Because you knew that's what you needed. Yes. It's- you knew that you needed to find that word, that, that I needed, reminder. Yes, from, I needed to from stop the, the from an outside source. Yeah, I needed to stop the spiral. Yes,
1: I mean, if you, please don't be under any illusion that I don't have the spiral. I have the spiral. I have the moments of self doubt, the moments of fear, the moments that want to paralyze me. However, I have already put in place prior to those things happening the pieces that I need to move me out of that. Those are already created purposely prior to anything ever happening that requires that.
0: So basically, you know that basically, let's just say like, we know, you know, shit's going to go down. You know, things are going to happen. Crises are going to take place. I mean, who, who saw this pandemic coming? Nobody. But you know, you know, you you are, you are already planning that things are going to come up. You're not going to expect it and i love that you're saying you're putting these things in place beforehand you you are preempting the crisis by saying okay i know stuff's going to happen i know i'm going to need people to remind me of my strengths when i forget and i i love that i think it's such a great point to sit on for a minute because we did we did talk about building that support team and if if you're just starting out in business i just think this is a this is a huge this is just a huge piece to me like find those people that are going to remind you what your strengths are because you will forget when the shit hits the fan, you'll forget. And you need people to remind you and say, hey, get back up and, and keep moving forward.
1: There's a song out there, I think it's called, Who Am I? And, and you know. Lauren Daigle. Yeah. You need. I, I, I invest in people so that on the days that I cannot remember who I am, they know. And they'll point it back to me. This is what you can do. This is what you have done. This is what you will do. I have faith in you. You just need to get off of where you are and get back into who you are. And so I have spoken to people that will speak back to me who I am. They're not, it, it is just who I am. And they remind me because I get weak. I get deterred. I get confused. I get overwhelmed. And, but I have, I mean, it is, it is so, such a conscious choice of mine. I don't have a tribe that is like 50 women big. So if you think I've got like this 50 women tribe, I don't have a 50 women tribe. My tribe's probably about five people. And they vary in ages. They're younger than me. They're older than me. They, they vary in, in, in life stage. They, they vary in different, they have different gifts than I do. But there are people I trust. But more than that, like where I trust, but what I really trust is when I need them to help me identify me. They are right there to say, "But Amy, I know you'll come up with this. Amy, you are. You just need a little push. Can we talk about it?" Here's the I me. Mean, and 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 when I tell you that is so invaluable to my success um, as an entrepreneur, but in, invaluable to my success as a woman, as a mother. Um, Without that strength, I will tell you that I may go back and and want to kind of shut in. I don't shut in for long, but I'll shut in longer than I need to. But no, they will speak truth um, and they will speak to me. And, and and it empowers me in a way that I really can't even describe it. And I hope that I give back to them as well. I mean, I hope that's
0: what they feel. I think so because they keep hanging in with me. Um, so I love that you talk about you know, being that encourager for someone else. And like you said, investing and it tends to come back to you. I mean, you don't invest so that it will come back to you, but it has a way when, when you're a giver and when you're an encourager, when you, when you tend to come in a, to a dry place that tends to be available for you as well.
1: It's a funny thing. I mean, I, I've mentioned my friend Candace and I do send these to her so she'll get to hear this, but Candace and I did not really know each other. We had met each other at a vendor festival and I think she's just pretty phenomenal. Her her branding brain just kind of blows me away. So I was kind of like admiring what she does. And I had gotten to know her for, through a few maker events here in town. But she was launching a product at um, at the big trade show market up in Atlanta. And she put a thing out on Facebook that she needed somebody to come help her for two days to kind of, she did, well, she's going to be by herself and it's a long day. And, and I was curious by it. And i and I said, I'll come help. Now we didn't know each other well enough for me to go. I'm going to come stay with you in Atlanta for two days, but she needed help. And I was willing to help. And I needed some information too. And I said, I'll help. And so we got to know each other in Atlanta for a few days. And it really began this really pretty tremendous friendship. And we are probably 15 years apart in age. So we're not, you know, she's got young children and, and, Young And I've got college-age kids, so we're not kind of in the same circle age-wise. But um, I admire her tremendously. But, yes, I went to serve and help her. And then who knew, again, that that nine months after that, that she would help me in such a way to help me with my business with that spreadsheet that would take me from one wholesale account that day in April to 14 months later, three hundred and eighty five
0: wholesale accounts wow so it all started with that that spreadsheet all started with that spreadsheet wow so now we're nationwide we're, we're in COVID. you know we're in the middle of COVID. your 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 wholesale accounts are growing your wholesale orders are growing you you've been managed you've managed to pay the rent as your new studio space you've ramped up on the macarons um where, how, 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 I mean, we're in 2021 as of today, we're in summer of 2021, where is Blue Poppy now? And, and tell me a little about the latest venture. So first Lottie of all, Bells. Blue
1: Poppy is in 49 states, Canada and England as of today, um, which I've, you know, I've just really kind of get a little shell shocked over that myself.
0: Now, is that all through, did that, that all branched all- out through FAIR?
1: All through this online platform. So other
0: companies found you on FAIR? Yeah, so
1: FAIR has been the biggest, and through a wholesale account on Hilton Head, which, you know, Meredith has been such a huge blessing to me. She owns this fabulous store on Hilton Head. She kind of took a chance on me, and, I mean, she's my biggest customer. What's the name of her store? Gifted. There you go. On Hilton Head Island, so, but she really kind of took a chance on bringing my product in, and she is my, you know, probably my biggest account. But she hooked me up with a rep group out of New England. She goes, I think you would be a great fit for them. So I met a wonderful lady um, out of New England that was starting a new group, kind of servicing kind of from Connecticut North. And they picked me up. And now they're in 11 states, I think. They're even got Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina. They've grown their group tremendously. So they... So I've got fair bringing in wholesale orders. I've got this rep group bringing in wholesale orders. I've got the local stores that I service myself and walk in and say, "Hey, would you like to carry Blue Poppy?" and um, and I do that. And yeah, so I mean, it's it's really been all these weird little avenues that continue to come in. And truthfully, I I haven't done a show in since last July and literally I had paid for three shows this year, but we've been so busy with wholesale that I actually just didn't even show up for him. I didn't have any product to take. So, um, wow. I don't right now, and you've been not, able to hire other helpers, other, I've been able employees. to hire, we're keeping, you know, it's scalability. So we've been hiring people. We've been this, this past month, I've put a lot of money into new equipment to be able to make additional workstations so that we can scale out, um, our production, To, to service because honestly, I mean, we finished 2020 with 148 wholesale accounts. And like I said, from December, from January 1st till today, we've gotten to over 380. Um, So it's, it's kind of going a little, it's kind of growing. And then. Kind of so it's it's exciting humble. it's 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 exciting, but it it creates its own sets of issues i mean I, I some days I just feel like I put out one fire after another, and that's kind of what owning a business is. I still have the whole um I run the wholesale side of the of the macaron business, and you know that's now in about thirty five stores kind of on the east coast, so that's growing, always looking for more you know opportunities there and then um in March. I launched a new brand called Lottie Bells, and I started with um, candy pecans. So I've got five flavors of candy pecans, and it's in a little over thirty stores. Um, I do like to say we're nationwide or coast to coast, I guess, because I have a store in Washington State you that go. carries them, but I've got big gaps in the center. All of the I country. know is the
0: banana bread pecans are addictive, and I can't stop eating them. So. So yes.
1: that's new, and I'm super excited next, actually not next week, this week, I guess it's here already. This Wednesday, um, my brother, who's a um, James Beard-nominated chef, is helping me develop my spice blends and dip blends mixes, and we're going up on Wednesday to where he lives and tasting all the creations that he's come up with. And Now, is Lottie Bells
0: like a subsidiary of Blue Poppy? Is it connected, or is it a completely different company?
1: It's a totally different company. It runs out, because it's a kitchen, it runs out of the um, macaron side of the
0: tube. Okay, my so pe- you already
1: had the kitchen yes,
0: to go ahead to produce the pecans.
1: Yes, yeah, so um, Marchetta Macarons, like I said, I do the wholesale. So I actually already had a wholesale production licensed kitchen that I've been producing my cookies out of. So adding more product wasn't that difficult because I'm already, I'm already licensed for the, that process.
0: Thanks so much for joining us today on Lady BizWiz. We'll be back next week for the third and final part of this interview with Amy Shippy on getting through the COVID pandemic with her business Blue Poppy. Also, she'll talk a little bit more about her new company, Lottie Bell's Candied Pecans. We look forward to being with you again next week. Have a great day.